Well, the news overnight is that uh, the great El Daly has joined the board of the International Rugby League and great to be joined by the International Rugby League chairman, Troy Grant. Troy, good morning, mate. How are you? Oh, good morning, Mido. Lovely to talk to you again. I'm terrific, thank you. Great stuff. And, uh, well, we obviously gave, you know, we we love getting stuck into laws and giving no. you a bit of... Troy, stick. what are you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> mate, we want rugby league going in the right direction, not the wrong direction. Well, he says he's going to shake things up. <laughs> India, look out, Trent. <laughs> my biggest concern, concern, boys, is as chairman, is he good on the shout? Or Pack your credit card, buddy. Laws doesn't like to use his. Put it that way. <laughs> Clarky, Very the frugal. Sort of, the sort of coin you're on, Clarky, you might have to lend me a few. Bits. Oh, mate, <laughs> I'm, hearing, I'm hearing you and Rugby League are doing just fine. Laws told me where his next meeting is or his first meeting is. So how long are you taking him away? or what's, What are his requirements? And how does he get an opportunity like this? Because, again, we take the mickey, but I think having Laws involved, and, and I said it at origin level, but certainly international Rugby League level, I think this is great for the game. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. We, we couldn't be more excited. So we met as a board on um, Monday night and uh, unanimously voted to have Laurie on. And we, we're just so excited because everything he brings to the game from um, his experiences, right from June E Diesels uh, through to mm. country, country representation, state, national and club, is to have that insight uh, when we're making decisions about the future of the game is to have that insight that he provides is second to none. Um, he's an elite human, elite sportsman. But what I think is the strongest point is that people don't understand what International Rugby League is about. It's not just about the elite mm. level of play in competition. It's all about expanding the game internationally. And people get shocked at how many member nations we have. We have 63 nations playing rugby league across the world. And uh, you know, a lot of them are parallel to start up small country rugby league clubs. Uh, and a lot of them are done... Mm by uh, expats in Australia who uh, set up rugby league competitions in, in their home countries and heritage countries. So to get Laurie's insight into that will be uh, invaluable to the board. And uh, he's just a cracking bloke as well. So we'd like, try and mix the skill sets up and not have everyone with the same sorts of skills. So Laurie's skill sets will be exceptional. Great yeah. communicator as well. And, and uh, we've got a commercial strategy, um, so... He'll be kissing babies and shaking hands as well. Don't worry, he's, he's, good in, so. he's good at Until that. Until I get booed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll hand it on to someone else. Yeah. <laughs> Troy, what, do, what does International Rugby League look like from your, uh, from your vision in five years' time? Where would you love to see it get to? Yeah, well, we need a lot of uh, work in the Northern Hemisphere. There's no doubt the Southern Hemisphere dominates on the, on the park. Um, with the quality of the NRL supporting Tonga and Samoa, Fiji and Papua New Guinea as examples yeah. nationwide. But the North is really struggling because it's, you know, the fourth or fifth tier sport behind, behind the EPL, the Euros, the championships, etc. Rugby union um, is certainly probably more dominant in the North. And the, the order of, you know, how it's travelling, rugby league sits top of the pops in the winter sports in, in Australia. Um, but not so much in, in other areas. So it's about raising the profile, trying to get more money invested in there. But the, the growing markets, this will shock you, is Africa is going gangbusters. Mm. Places like Nigeria and Ghana are going yeah. terrific as well. Uh, in Eastern Europe, uh, before the war and the conflict, Ukraine was probably a country that was playing more international rugby league fixtures than, than anyone else. And Serbia is also growing strongly. 
and in a real big push into Asia. So Japan, the Philippines are starting to emerge as well. So just trying to get that standard and level up, continually improving, investing in coaching and technical uh, side of things, which Laurie will bring a lot to the board about what we need to deliver on that front. And just growing our capacity because we operate a bit like a not-for-profit. We uh, Money coming into us, we then put back investing back into the nations to grow them and help with their governance and administration as well. So that's what we're all about and uh, and Laurie's insights into that and how we do it properly and most effectively will be invaluable. Great to have you on this morning, Troy. And with the game, NRL game going to America, what's the position yeah. of American Rugby League and where are we placed? Yeah, great question. It was an absolute basket case about 18 months ago. A lot of infighting, uh, just completely fractured uh, is the honest assessment. So we led a governance reform and we've rebuilt the United States Rugby League international member. And we have a brand new board only elected about a week or so ago. So the NRL Vegas venture couldn't be timed any better. It's given the sport a massive lift. But what it's done is it has united the stakeholders and showing them what is possible uh, if they work together than rather than trying to push their own barrows state by state or even area by area. So they have come together and this is a wonderful initiative that we're really delighted that the NRL are doing. So whilst they are running uh, that show and it's their enterprise, uh, there's a lot of uh, flow on benefits for the International Rugby League there and the combine that's happening, the uh, USA are playing Canada in matches in and around the area. There's a Nines tournament as well to complement the NRL fixtures. So it's just such a positive. And I think more and more ventures like this into new frontiers, into new territories, is also part of our strategic future. Well, really looking forward to seeing what the IRL board can achieve in the next few years. And just, you know, I remember, Troy, uh, dealing with you when you were the Minister for Racing in New South Wales a, f- a few years ago. And you must look at how... Uh, the country championships, I think you were involved when it first started, weren't you? And and looking to where it is now uh, must fill you with great pride as well. Oh, without doubt. And, yeah, we, we were at the forefront of the country championships and uh, and uh, the Everest and, and all the great Golden Eagle, all the great uh, racing fixtures that Peter Volandis has done a remarkable job with. I'm, he gets all the plaudits, but I gave him all the cash. So I'm just trying to work out... <laughs> Just trying to work out. You know, so I'm very pleased. And the prize money across country racing, it's good. I go to a country racetrack in New South Wales now, and I really don't have to buy myself a beer. All the, everyone there is pretty pleased with me. So, and, and I can tell you, Mido, the worst tipster I've ever had on track. It's like, well, he's a great bloke. He's a great bloke to hang out with. I, yeah, no, you summed him up pretty well. <laughs> we well seriously, no, we no, read that on the text line no, every day. day we we yeah. we we were high five. We're at Wellington one day, mm. and we were high fiving this horse. We still, well, I still to this day <laughs> swore one. And we're yeah. on at about seven or eight bucks, and we're high fiving, hugging each other, yeah. and we got done in a photo. I nearly went around to the stewards' room to have a look at the photo myself. <laughs> yeah. So we looked like gooses. We did, yeah. Mido and I were prize gooses that day. Yeah. But tell, tell them who we were hanging out with. It was Brian Brown and Rachel Ward That's at Wellington. Right. At the Wellington right. Boot. That's right, the Wellington Boot. Yeah. They had all the stars there. Brian Brown, yeah. Rachel yeah. Ward and Jared Middleton. It was about 44 degrees, I reckon. It was oh, that yeah, hot. She was, it was a stinker. Oh. But, uh, the good thing is when we were cuddling, there was no BA problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, great yeah. to speak to you again, Troy. And uh, yeah. yeah, you will have to fill us in on Loz's contributions as well. 
uh, through the next few years. So what happens well, in board you, meetings? Stays in board meetings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the board meetings, yeah, that's right. On tour, stays on tour, Laurie. I can yeah. guarantee you that. But I'll, I will give the boys a tip about how many Singapore slings you consume. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks, Troy. Thanks, Troy. All right, thanks, boys. Love to talk to you. Thank you.